Welcome to Music History Monday for June 27th, 2022. I'm Bob Greenberg, and the title for today's podcast is The Fabulous Hill Sisters. If you haven't already, please consider joining me on my subscription site at patreon.com slash robertgreenbergmusic, where I blog, vlog, podcast, pontificate, review, and bloviate four to six times a week. Humiliation. Before getting to the anniversary we are honoring in today's Music History Monday post, it is necessary for us to contemplate the painful issue of humiliation. Humiliation is a consequence of unjustified shaming, as a result of which one's social status, public image, and self-esteem are decreased, often quite significantly. Humiliation hurts. Humiliation sucks. We are not for now going to discuss the seemingly countless ways we can and have and will be humiliated. Let us instead, for now, observe the difference between spontaneous humiliation and ritual humiliation. Spontaneous humiliations would be those unexpected moments of shaming, bullying, rejection, or deep embarrassment that come out of nowhere and have the emotional and physical impact of a punch to the gut. Ritual humiliations are different in that we know exactly what's coming but are powerless to stop them. Ostracism and its attendant processes, excommunication, shunning, and blackballing whereby someone is purposely excluded from a community is a form of ritual humiliation. Hazing rituals are another, those activities that purposely humiliate, degrade, and even risk physical harm to someone wanting to join a group or maintain status within a group. Then there is, for me, that most horrific of all ritual humiliations. That would be the public singing of Happy Birthday by a restaurant's waitstaff as they deliver to my cringing self a melting piece of lava cake with a lone crooked candle sputtering atop. Some would say that such moments are merely an embarrassment, but I would observe that embarrassment is fleeting, and for me, such happy birthday moments scar. At such times as these, I imagine my fist raised in defiance and bitterness to Mildred Jane Hill, who wrote the music for the song Happy Birthday to You in 1893. On to business. We mark the birth on June 27, 1859, 163 years ago today, of the American songwriter, composer, organist, pianist, and musicologist Mildred Jane Hill in Louisville, Kentucky. She died on June 5, 1916, in Chicago, three weeks shy of her 57th birthday. Mildred Hill was the eldest of three sisters. After her came Patty, 1868-1946, and then Jessica. Mildred Hill was a professional musician of real accomplishment. Along with teaching and performing, she was a songwriter and composer of some reputation. She was also a serious student and scholar 
of Negro spirituals. Under the pen name of Johann Tansor, she wrote extensively on the subject of black American music. In 1892, she wrote an article called Negro Music that, as it turned out, had no small impact on the history of Western music. Dvorak scholar and musicologist Michael Beckerman writes, quote, In December 1892, the journalist James Gibbons Huneker appeared at Antonin Dvorak's apartment on 17th Street in Manhattan. Dvorak had arrived in the United States in September 1892 to take up the directorship of the National Conservatory of Music in New York City. Huneker had with him, as he later stated, a copy of an article that he thought might be of interest to the composer. Titled Negro Music and written by one Johann Tansor, also known as Mildred Hill, of Louisville, Kentucky, it had just been published in an exciting new journal called Music and was nothing less than a manifesto. When our American musical messiah sees fit to be born, it read, he will then find ready to his hand a mass of lyrical and dramatic themes with which to construct a distinctly American music. Dvorak sat down and read the article with its six musical examples. We know this because Dvorak's copy made its way to the Dvorak Museum in Prague with the words, I love you, Daddy, written upside down in the margin, letting us imagine that as Dvorak was engrossed in the article, his young son tried to get his attention. Within days after having read the article, Dvorak was making the sketches that formed the basis of both the New World Symphony and his American style in general." Unquote. Mildred's younger sister, Patty, was an equally impressive professional. After having graduated as the valedictorian of her class at the Louisville Collegiate Institute in 1887, Patty went on to a long and successful career as an educator. She taught nursery school and kindergarten and was a founder of the National Association for Nursery Education, NANE, which today is known as the National Association for the Education of Young Children, or NAEYC. As an authority and leader in the progressive education movement of the late 19th and early 20th centuries, she co-founded the Institute of Child Welfare Research at Columbia University Teachers College in 1924. And for our information, Patty Hill was awarded an honorary doctorate from Columbia in 1929. In 1893, at a time when Patty was principal of the Louisville Experimental Kindergarten School and Mildred was its music teacher, the sisters teamed up to write a song with which teachers could greet their students. Good morning to all, also known as good morning to you, with words by Patty Hill and music by Mildred Hill, featured the melody that we know today as happy birthday to you. In 1912, the words for happy birthday were appended to the melody of good morning to all, and a musical phenomenon was born. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, 
Happy Birthday to You is the most recognized song in the English language. Copyright Issues Ordinarily, discussions regarding copyright issues are about as fascinating as watching paint dry, and that would be primer paint. But the copyright story behind Happy Birthday to You is an exception. Mildred and Patty Hill copyrighted Good Morning to All in 1893. It was then published that year in their songbook, Song Stories for the Kindergarten, by the firm of Clayton F. Sumi in Chicago. The words to Happy Birthday to You first appeared in print in a poem by Edith Goodyear Alger in a poem entitled Roy's Birthday. The poem was copyrighted and published in a book called A Primer of Work and Play in 1901. So, Patty Hill might have written the words to Good Morning to All, but she did not write the words to Happy Birthday to You, which were, in fact, written by Edith Goodyear Alger. Happy Birthday to You first appeared in print as a song in 1912, when a pamphlet called The Beginner's Book of Songs added the words of Happy Birthday as an extra verse to Good Morning to All. Question, who then owned the copyright to the composite song, Happy Birthday to You? Answer, Mildred Hill for its music and Edith Alger for its words. But for whatever reasons, neither Hill nor Alger copyrighted the song, Happy Birthday to You. So instead, once it became overwhelmingly popular in the 1930s, other less scrupulous individuals and entities claimed to own the song. The American composer Preston Ware Aurum, 1865-1938, made a piano arrangement of the song for which someone named Mrs. R. R. Foreman wrote a second verse. The two then claimed to be the owners of the song itself. Their arrangement of the song came to be owned by Warner Chapel Publishing in 1970, which claimed exclusive rights to all versions of Happy Birthday to You. Warner Chapel spent decades terrorizing anyone who used Happy Birthday to You without having first paid an exorbitant licensing fee. It wasn't until 2015 that a lawsuit found Orem and Foreman's claim to the song to be baseless, and 2016 when Warner Chapel's copyright claims were determined to be without merit as well. In a rare case of justice better late than never, Warner Chapel was compelled to return over $14 million in licensing fees it had collected over the years. A command performance. By definition, a command performance is the presentation of a play, a concert, an opera, or some other sort of performance at the request of royalty. Given that the Kennedy family was as close to royalty as Americans are ever likely to get, we must consider the performance of Happy Birthday to You given on May 19, 1962, 
to have been a command performance, as well as the apogee of theme for this otherwise unremarkable, if ubiquitous, little song. The location? Madison Square Garden, New York City. The occasion? A birthday party slash fundraiser for the Democratic Party in honor of President John F. Kennedy's 45th birthday, which in fact occurred 10 days later on May 29th. The audience? A star-studded crowd of some 15,000 of Kennedy's closest pals, associates, and girlfriends. The spotlighted performers, Marilyn Monroe, 1926 to 1962, her dress, and pianist Hank Jones, 1918 to 2010, who together performed Happy Birthday to You for President Kennedy. The dress, oh, the dress. Ms. Monroe's dress was made of a sheer, flesh-colored marquisette fabric with 2,500 rhinestones sewn in. So tight-fitting was that dress that Monroe wore nothing underneath and reportedly had to be sewn into it. Tragic trivia. Monroe's performance of Happy Birthday to You was among her last public appearances. She died by suicide 77 days later, on August 4th, 1962. A link to her performance is provided. A deserving postscript. Again, better late than never. Mildred and Patty Hill were posthumously inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame on June 12th, 1996, 80 years after Mildred's death and 50 years after Patty's. Fine, good, okay. The Hill sisters deserve their honor. But please, just stop singing it to me in public. Please. Thank you. To sample and download one or all of my many courses on subjects musical produced by The Great Courses slash The Teaching Company, please visit my website at robertgreenbergmusic.com.